Good morning and welcome to the Berean Post devotional podcast, where we take a deep dive into the scriptures to find new insights and practical application for our modern lives. I'm your host, Duane, and I'm absolutely thrilled to have you with us today. Each day we'll explore a different passage from the Bible, unpacking its meaning and exploring how it can guide our lives for today. So grab your Bible, your favorite drink, and get ready for an exciting journey of discovery. And if you want to stay up to date on all of our latest podcasts and blogs, be sure to check out brilliantpost.ca. Also, join our Facebook group where we call ourselves Bright Future Bible Freaks, and we have a lot of fun there together. But right now, we're going to get started and jump right into today's devotional. Good morning. It's Sunday here for me and we're getting ready to go to church. I hope you have a good church and you're getting ready to go there. I hope it's an awesome service. Um, For those of you that have been following along, I just want to say welcome to another edition of this podcast. And if you've been following along, you know that we've been going through the book of Colossians verse by verse. Today, I want to park on Colossians chapter 3 verse 1. I'm just going to go ahead and jump in and read it. If then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above. And here's the part that I want to focus in on. Where Christ is sitting at the right hand of God. As Christians, we often talk about being raised with Christ and united with him through his death and his resurrection. However, another phrase that appears in the New Testament that is equally significant is where Christ is sitting at the right hand of God. This phrase is mentioned several times and alluded to several times in the New Testament, and it holds deep theological meaning, and it has its roots actually in the Old Testament. So in Colossians chapter 3, 1, Paul refers to Christ seated at God's right hand. The phrase signifies the fulfillment of one of the most frequently cited verses and prophecies actually in the New Testament, Psalms 110. In the Psalms, King David speaks of a vision he received from God in which God promises to exalt David's descendant and uh, place him at his, meaning God's, right hand. This promise was fulfilled in the person of Jesus Christ, who was born into David's lineage and was seated at God's right hand through his resurrection and ascension into heaven. The phrase seated at the right hand of God holds a theological holds theological significance. It it communicates Christ's divinity, his authority as the King of Kings, and his ongoing work on behalf of his people. The right hand of God is a position of power and honor, and by being seated there, Christ shares in the glory of the Father. The position also signifies Christ's ongoing work of intercession on behalf of his people as he continues to pray and work for our salvation. The phrase seated at the right hand of God also communicates the idea of victory. In the Old Testament, a victorious king would be seated at the right hand of his conqueror, signifying the enemy's defeat. In the same way, Christ's position at the right hand of God signifies his victory over sin and death and the powers of darkness. He's conquered our enemies and secured our salvation, and he will remain seated until all of his enemies are subdued. That's why he said it's finished. 
The New Testament has several references to this phrase confirming its, its significance. In Mark 16:19, we read that after the Lord Jesus had spoken to the disciples, he was taken up into heaven and he sat at the right hand of God. Similarly, in Acts chapter 2, uh, 33-34, Peter proclaims God has raised this Jesus to life, and we are all witnesses of it, exalted to the right hand of God. He has received from the Father the promise of the Holy Spirit and has poured out what you now see and hear. And then if we look at Romans chapter 8, in verse 34, Paul declares that Christ who died more than that who was raised to life is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. In Ephesians, the same idea is communicated in chapter 1, verse 20 to 21, where Paul speaks of God's power, which he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at his right hand, and in the heavenly realm is far above all rule, all authority, all power and dominion, and every name that is invoked, not only in the present age, but also in the age to come. So, finally, Hebrews chapter 1, verse 3, this is one of my uh, favorite verses, by the way, The author describes Christ as the radiance of God's glory, the exact representation of his being, sustaining all things by his powerful word. And after he provided purification for our sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty in heaven. In Hebrews 10, 11 to 12, the author writes, when this priest Jesus had offered once, uh, had offered um, all time one sacrifice for sins, he sat down at the right hand of God. Since then, he has waited for his enemies to be made his footstool. As we reflect on the phrase, seated at the right hand of God, let's remember that Christ is ruling and reigning over all creation. He's already won the victory over sin and death, and we can trust in his ongoing work on behalf. As we wait for the day when all of his enemies will be made his footstool, let us live with the hope and confidence in his power and authority. May we find comfort and strength in the truth that our Lord and Savior is seated at the right hand of God, interceding for us and working for our good. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of the Brian Post Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed our discussion and it's brought you some encouragement and insight. Hey, if you want to stay up to date with all of our latest blogs, posts, and podcast episodes, be sure to visit brianpost.ca and subscribe. Don't forget to share our website with your friends who might need some inspiration or motivation. You can also join our community of bright future Bible freaks on Facebook. Until next time, may peace and blessings abound in your home. Thank you.